0: Hi everybody, I'm Vanessa Oshima, and welcome to the Outrun Cancer podcast. Outrun Cancer started back in 2012, when I made a promise to a friend that I would run every day for her, to support her cancer journey. Cancer can be a really lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be, and that's something that I've learned through my cancer journey, the running journey, and I'd like to share with you the stories, the information, the learnings, we call them the life learnings from running, life learnings from cancer. And so that's what we're going to do with this podcast. If you're going through a cancer journey and you want just a little bit of mm, inspiration, a little bit of information, or just some good stories, come join us on Outrun Cancer. And you don't actually have to be a runner to be able to be part of this. Come listen. Welcome back to uh, part two of the episode, Keeping Up With The Oshimas" with Maria. The title, Keeping Up with the Oshimas, makes it sound like we're like this incredibly elite running family. Uh, we're not. We're streak runners. Well, I'm a streak runner. And part one, Maria basically shared how she got into running, how she got into streak running, and how the reason that she was running had actually changed. So if you'd like to listen to that and you haven't listened to it already, go back to yesterday's podcast and do that. Part two, Maria's going to share how she went from being uh, a street runner to actually a marathon runner. And the steps she took to get through her first marathon and she's now run three marathons and not stopping there. We're um, planning on what the next one is going to be. So sit back and listen to Maria's continuing story of non-runner to streak runner to marathon runner in Keeping Up with the Oshimas. So talk to me a little bit about how you went from being a
1: runner to now marathon running it's a whole different level I, I feel like I'm quite naive to the running world so mm-hmm. when you come into a family that everyone has to run a marathon a marathon isn't a big deal mm-hmm. so in my mind I was like everyone's run one so I have to run one <laughs> well, so no matter <laughs> everyone's gonna think like <laughs> Vanessa's family is like this crazy set of like oh my god everybody runs that everybody runs marathons it's well like, right in right. my head like not see him. I just ran 32 kilometers. So that was November. Right. In January, I started the my year. And my friends were running Gold Coast uh, Marathon after mm. we ended our contract. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'll come because I want to nerve Australia. I would love to go. Mm. It's winter, it'll be cold. Two, I'll run the half marathon and I'll see you guys later. Right. And they're like, no, just do the full. And I was like, but I'm, I just started running. Like, yeah. please. Like, I yeah. don't think I can do it. And they're like, just do it. And I was like, I don't know what, why. I just signed up for it. And I remember
0: when you said you were going to run Gold Coast Marathon. I was like, that's a hot marathon. Even though Australia, winter, it's Gold Coast. It's not.
1: It wasn't cold. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: wasn't winter. Yeah. yeah. So how was your first marathon? I mean, I know you trained really hard for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it was great. I started out running with my friends and it was super fun. Mm. I was on pace like I was on such good pace. Mm. And then 22 kilometers in, I started getting side fiends. Mm. I had cheese pizza the night before. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Not a good running. Not a good running, running. pre-marathon. Especially for someone who's
0: kind My of like does intolerant.
1: tell Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, after that, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But after I did the marathon, we were all laughing and like, yeah, I'll do it again. What would be your advice to
0: somebody who's, thinking of running a marathon for the first time?
1: Train your body, but also your stomach.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. That's really interesting. So talk to me about that. Train your stomach. What does that mean?
1: So, cause I have all my gels and my snacks and mm. everyone in Australia is throwing me gummies. Mm. There's mm-hmm. tons of water along the course, but I did not train eating the gels. And I think it really messed up my stomach. Right. Okay. And like, Doing the long runs before your marathon and eating the gels is like, right. So I think that's really interesting because the life's
0: learning from running would be like when you're doing something hard or something that's massive, whether it's a presentation, whether it's, you know, a new job, like the prep before practicing your presentation or, you know, doing, like you said, you know, I'm going to do it and I'm going to eat the gels that I would eat so that I can figure out what works for me or not. This kind of prep. Mm-hmm. super important I mean yeah yeah how about picking your first marathon I mean you picked Gold Coast because it was with
1: friends yeah everyone's I, like let's do it I, I no.
0: wanted
1: to go I don't know I think
0: what it's interesting is often first marathons are that where somebody has said let's do it together my first marathon was I wanted to run Tokyo Marathon and I got into Tokyo Marathon and I ran it a lot
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it wasn't with friends and it wasn't like family it was like i was doing this yeah
1: i got in and i got in rare and it's
0: rare and i was running it and
1: it was lonely
0: and it was scary scary, (laughs) and it was was like there was 15 kilometers to go and my body was just like it was sad and i was saying this to you i think before because my first marathon i was like five hours 11 minutes your first marathon was like four hours. 420. 420. I think you have this image of Vanessa, the marathon runner. It was like, dude, your marathon, your first marathon was almost a whole hour faster than mine.
1: <laughs> I guess it was really unrealistic for me to be like.
0: Sub for your yeah. first marathon. I mean, honestly, if you were a sub for your first marathon, I'd be like, okay, queen.
1: <laughs> so, I, was like, I just started running, but I could do sub for.
0: So in Gold Coast as yeah.
1: well. Yeah. So
0: when you have first marathons that are with somebody uh and it's trained and it's fun and things like that i think that's really um, important yeah so you did gold coast you and i ran uh nagoya women's marathon Mm -hmm. together everybody if you're looking for a really fun marathon nagoya women's marathon is a great marathon because it's just women which is always fun the other great thing is rather than a big medal.
1: Oh, oh duh. I'm sorry, I know nothing about that. Get yeah. a Tiffany necklace. You
0: get a Tiffany necklace rather than the big medal at the end, which medals are cool, don't get me wrong, but it's a Tiffany
1: necklace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so here and I decided to run a Nagoya. What I remember about Nagoya women's was that you were gonna try for sub four mm-hmm. again. And I've run sub four a number of times. And I've paced people to support, like to help them get to sub four. And I really, really wanted to help you to get to sub four. But I was not in a good condition. My knees were not good because I have a lot of swelling because of the drugs I was on and I wasn't training well. And I knew in my mind that I probably would not be able to do it. And right from the very beginning, I could feel that I was not going to be able to do it. I had a tumor in my stomach and I knew that I was going to have to stop pretty much every toilet stop there was. In my mind, I'd actually thought that I would run with you the first half and we would have like this really great first half. And then I would say, go, Maria, go. It was probably after the first two kilometers. Yeah. I knew that I was going to hold you back. And I said to you, go. And you went. I was doing good. That's my other learning too um, from this, like from you and I running together is Sometimes we know when we are being supportive
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we'll be there. And sometimes we know that although we want to be support, we might be holding you back. Mm-hmm. And I had to make that decision in the that although I would have loved to run with you from beginning to end, I knew that you were aiming for something and me insisting that we run together would have held you back.
1: Yeah. I wish, I mean, I did gray on the first half. <laughs> I needed a pacer. <laughs> you needed a pacer, so. But yeah. That
0: can be your pacer next time. Mm, Will be.
1: Yeah. He, he wants to go. He wants. Yeah, he wants to get sub four. He has. Support.
0: He has sub four. He has sub I think he wants to get sub three. Like three thirty. Three, yeah, three, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we'll do one.
0: Yeah, we'll yeah. do one. Yeah, but I think that's the other thing uh, for people who are listening. Um, when you're doing your marathons, when you're running with people, set the contract before. Uh, So for example, my husband and I have run New York twice together and we have decided that we will start together and we will finish together. Mm -hmm. So New York is not about time. It is not about, you know, if somebody um, is hurting. Uh, So, you know, Yasu got cramps um, like at the 30 something mark. And if I'd kept going, I probably would have got sub four in New York, but we decided that that was not the goal. And the goal was to finish together. So he needed to walk. So I would walk. Mm -hmm. There were times where I was like, really, I had stomach problems and he would walk or wait for me at the bathroom, you know, kind of stuff as well. When you're running with people as a group, I think there's that idea of setting that contract as to what's expected. Like when we ran New York with Zach, um, we were all there at the beginning, but we knew that he was not going to be running with us
1: uh-uh. <laughs> and
0: it was like basic. I think he ran like the first little bit with us at the beginning.
1: I have
0: to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But being able to say, you know what, like, don't worry, go.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, then nobody feels bad. like, nobody feels bad about, Oh, I left you or did that. Yeah. So that would be my advice for beginner marathon runners.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I-, I always feel like there's a mutual understanding. Like when I ran the half marathon with my friend, mm. I knew we weren't. I was going to go at her pace. She's right. not coming with me. I'm going with her. Right. Like there's a mutual understanding. Of, I'm not going ahead. Mm. I'm staying with you. Yeah. We didn't even talk about it. I don't think no. I was, she was like, I need to, I need to walk. I was like, Let's talk. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So I think those
0: are, those are really great learnings from running, right? Which is like, there's times I need to do this for me. And so I'm sorry, but I'm going. Or it's like, no, we're in this together. And yeah. I'm going to do it yeah. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you've now run, how many marathons? You've run Nagoya, Gold Coast, and Tokyo. Tokyo. Okay. So Tokyo. Tokyo mm-hmm. was this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ran it. It was
1: so fun. It was my favorite marathon, I think. Really? Okay. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I didn't train as hard as I did for Gold Coast. And then no one was running with me. Mm-hmm. But running it. Like, I had fun. I had so much fun. Every mm. time I saw you guys, I was so happy. Mm. I did throw up, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I threw We up. didn't have cheese pizza. My stomach was fine. The Pokari, I had Pokari sweat every station and then. Just didn't agree at the end. Yeah. So I learned don't drink Pokari sweat. Right. Again, train your stomach. Right? Yeah. Because you had probably not drunk
0: Pokari sweat in any of your running beforehand.
1: I never drink Pokari sweat because I hate it oh there you go but <laughs> so but i was so thirsty and i was like i've never felt this thirsty during the race like but- i have to drink not only water but party sweat and then it made it worse mm. and there's three kilometers left i made co- eye contact with the people on the road and i threw up and i was like oh my god they just watched me throw up this is so embarrassing <laughs> and then you do a little run after yeah just to gather their eyesight and then you mm. stop it
0: I loved what you said, which is like when you were running and you just felt so good every time you saw us. So just so that the listeners know, there was myself, uh, my husband, Zach, and then another friend, Sam. Uh, and we were going around the course, you know, finding locations to yeah. wave out to you and stuff like that. So you said every time you saw us, it felt great. So what what was it about that, that support?
1: Well, like for Gold Coast, I didn't have anyone. Like mm-hmm. my family are mm-hmm or anything. So I remember crying, thinking about it during that run. But yeah. when I saw you guys, it felt like know, you guys were there to support me, inspiring me. Like, made mm-hmm. you want to go, keep mm-hmm. going? Yeah. It's like, you have to finish. Yeah,
0: You know what? The first marathon I ran, like I said, I ran Tokyo and I ran alone. At the time, my husband was um, involved with the athletic federation. And so he couldn't be on the course because he had to be at the finish lines mm-hmm. and the start line. And my sons were, I don't think they were at American football or something like that. So there was nobody on the course. I think what was hard is that you're seeing all these other people with signs that like, go oh, mom. And, yeah. the, and there's nobody.
1: It's lonely. It's lonely. You're yeah. running with like thousands of people, but it's like
0: so lonely. <laughs> Isn't that amazing where you can be surrounded by thousands mm-hmm. of people and still feel completely alone?
1: Yeah. It's the mental game of a marathon. It's yeah. like, yeah. that's, it really does something to you.
0: <laughs> but isn't that real of life at times too, where you can be surrounded by 500 people, but still feel so alone mm-hmm. and not supported. Or you can live in a city of 12 million people and still feel really alone. Just the one. Yeah. We are not with you at the marathon mm-hmm. every step of the way, but we're there probably three or four times. Yeah. So you
1: see us once every hour, maybe. Out of the four hours, it's like two seconds. Yeah. But the support changes you. Yes.
0: Yeah. Isn't that a great learning for anybody, really? Like anybody who's doing something hard, whether they're a minority group, um, whether they're struggling through depression or through family change or you know, coming and living in a country that they've never lived in before. It's just two seconds and it's two seconds of, Hey, hi. And it means so much. Yeah.
1: It means the world.
0: And it doesn't mean you have to take an hour of your day. It doesn't mean you have to be there all the time. It's just, you took the time Mm -hmm. to come out to something that mattered to me. And it was just two seconds, but it was enough for me to know that you care. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the great things that marathon running teaches me. Cause usually I'm running the marathon, I'm not the cheer person, I'm not supporting. So it was like really weird. Like, and I, when we went to cheer for you, I was thinking, now, what is it what I really loved yeah. when, when people, you know, it's like, you know, and I wanted, so, so frustrating for me. I <laughs> no, because I wanted the flag. Like when I was, I wanted like the New Zealand flag or the American flag. Or I wanted the flag for you, mm-hmm. or like a big sign with which was like "Go Maria" on it. <laughs> yeah, because when I saw those things, those things are the things that
1: they really perk you up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like when they have, you know, when you have your name, like yeah. Gold Coast. You said they have a name on the bibs, right? Strangers like, don't worry I'm like, who are you? (laughs) You. But it feels really good. Yeah. So, once in a day, well, you said um, you've never really thought of giving up the streak. Mm -hmm. Is there, I mean, you ran through Corona and COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Did you run through like after the day after marathon? you run? Yeah. Is that easy?
1: No. (laughs) I mean, you feel like you're not, your legs are moving. It's hard. But sometimes you cry, but, you yeah. <laughs> know, I mean, you run through the tears, I guess.
0: What's the best run you've ever had?
1: That's the worst question. <laughs> uh, there's so many, I think. Well, when I think recently we ran to train for Tokyo Marathon. We had, like, 22. I, know, I feel like I'll always say But, like, we have such good talks on our runs that mm. those runs are my favorite.
0: Why do you think you're able to talk when you run, like, these open talks because you and I have it and uh, I'm guessing you and Zach have it as well
1: yeah I feel like like when Zach and I run together we're I think we're able to communicate better Mm -hmm. because running is it's our safe space you and I it's Zach Mm -hmm. and my safe space it's Mm -hmm. just collectively we understand that when we're running we're being honest with each other we're Mm -hmm. communicating how we feel and Mm -hmm. yeah it's a safe space Mm -hmm. I like that I think May not be running, but
0: when you know that it's like when we're doing our cooking together, because mm-hmm. our cooking together, we're you know we're doing the oh we've got our cup of you know our glass of rose and yeah. we're making our stuff ready for the barbecue, um, and that's our safe space. Yeah, or we're making bread, where we forget to put. put- what, what did we forget to put in? Was it the spinner thing? Oh,
1: I forgot to put the spinner in. And yeah, so it, the dough was just a just
0: don't (laughs) (laughs) so so we have we have a bread maker and like so many times career and and when we're making pizza though yeah that was the time right where we got to put the spinner thing in inside the machine and so it didn't need
1: and cakes we're
0: making cakes cakes yeah yeah apple something. yeah but we always have really good conversations there too
1: because it's a it's a safe space I think everyone needs that kind of thanks
0: yeah so Thanks, Maria. This has been fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm thinking what the summary is that I'm taking away from listening to you. So the first thing is about beginning running, get the shoes right, which is also a little bit about just get the prep right. And you Mm -hmm. said like train, train your stomach as well. So it's like preparation is key. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do something, you know, preparation is key. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second thing is you'll never know what might start you doing something, embrace it, but know that the reason for continuing to do it they change. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of really interesting that running is also a mental wellness, being present, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So running is part of this whole mindfulness thing. The other learning I took away was support, Mm -hmm. like having support and, you know, also to people understanding, you know, it's like when you said you were running with your suitcase Mm -hmm. with the COVID. (laughs) And the guy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he's not stopping you. That kind of a little bit of little bit of support. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I felt
1: it. I felt it. We forget
0: that small acts of support can be as meaningful as big acts of support. Mm-hmm. And the other big learning I think I took away was even though you're in amongst thousands of people, you can mm-hmm. be lonely and running teaches you that too yeah like marathons Mm and things like that Mm -hmm. but you can also feel connected you've got a thousand people five five thousand people all doing the same thing
1: yeah (laughs) all at different paces
0: all at different paces all at different times yeah Mm -hmm. so is there anything you would like to say to anybody who's thinking of becoming a runner not necessarily a street runner Mm -hmm. what would be maria's Last piece of advice to somebody who's thinking of running or thinking of becoming a streak runner: So too,
1: find a good reason, mm. but also do it for yourself for yeah. sure. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who chooses to do it. Right? You know.
0: Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, thank you for telling the story of Maria running, but also to thank you for running with me because it's been super special it will continue to be super special. So just so everybody knows, I'm going to get emotional now.
1: No, I'm going to get emotional.
0: I know we're going to get emotional together. (laughs) Maria's moving back to the U.S. soon. Mm -hmm. And so we've been able to run together in Japan for three something years now. And when uh, Maria and uh, Zach found out that they were moving to the U.S., Maria said to me, this will stay with me. She goes, I only have a few more Vanessa Vanessa run and chat sessions. <laughs> and that was super special for me. Because it means we don't just run together, we connect together. Mm-hmm. And that has been so, so special. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you. And I guess we've got a few more run together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Today we ran down to Starbucks. What I loved about that was that there was no question that once we got to Starbucks, we were stopping for cake. It was like this mutual understanding, right?
1: (laughs) Always an understanding.
0: Always an understanding. So yeah, set the contract, Mm -hmm. you know, as we said, that's the other learning, set the contract. Mm -hmm. So this run is a Starbucks run with cake at the end. Thanks for listening to Maria's episode on keeping up with the Oshimas. As I said, it was a chat. And when I have chats with Maria, I always come away amazed uh, with her tenacity, her ability to set goals and just go after them. She's the number two female streak runner in Japan and number four uh, street runner overall. She's now run three marathons and all doing that while she was studying and going through travel bans and things like that with Corona and even getting the virus herself. Amazing. These are the stories that uh, you know remind us about how um, we can do amazing things if we set our minds to it. But the big one that I took away was that running and the reason for running changes Sometimes the, the starting point might be I want to lose weight or I want to get healthier, and it's a physical reason. For Maria, it was a social reason. She wanted to connect with our family, who was this running family. But then she realized it made her feel better, feel better mentally, and that she was in the best shape of her life. These are the wonderful learnings from the stories. I'd love to be able to share your stories as well. So if you do have a, you know a story that you would like to share... As part of the Outrun Cancer podcast, please do. I am so grateful to Maria for the efforts that she does every time she runs for Outrun Cancer. She has the best Outrun Cancer t-shirts with bling all over them. Uh, So, you know what? Thank you for listening. And maybe I'm going to be keeping up with Maria, which is next, because I'm sure she's going to knock it out of the park. Again, thanks for listening. for listening to today's outrun cancer story i know telling stories really helps so now i'd like to ask you to come share your takeaways follow us on instagram at vanessa underscore outrun cancer for some stories some inspiration and maybe you might be inspired to put your running shoes on see you in the next episode